Hello everybody, this is uh, Kevin, a podcast for me, and this is my review of The Black Panther. So I got to see the premiere of The Black Panther, and I was super excited to watch this uh, movie. I was pretty stoked, been waiting for a movie like this for a while, you know, and uh, I was so excited, I was wearing, uh, I even bought a t-shirt, you know, Black Panther, and uh, right before they're watching the movie, I go into I go into a store to get some water, right? And as I'm buying it, there's a black guy at the register, and I couldn't help but be like, in my head, I was thinking, don't tell him you're gonna watch Black Panther. Don't even talk to him about Black Panther, because it'll seem kind of racist. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I was thinking. But the first words out of my mouth, as soon as he got the guy was like, "So how's your day going?" I'm like, "It's great. I'm gonna watch Black Panther. You gonna see Black Panther? Man, I'm excited to watch Black Panther." So, yeah, I couldn't even fight that. Uh, I was so excited to watch that movie, I couldn't fight that, you know. <laughs> but anyways, so we go watch the movie, premiere, and everything. Super stoked. A lot of friends. Energy's high, so we watch the movie. So, let me uh, let me break down the movie real quick, uh, story-wise. It's, uh, it's about this uh, guy who, whose name is uh, T'Challa, and he's just now becoming the king of his country, of Wakanda, and Wakanda is this like super secret city that has like science, like their science is a hundred years ahead of everyone else's, and uh, they've been hidden for forever. No one knows that Wakanda is a city that, uh, that's awesome. They they think it's like a bunch of goat herders or whatever. Anyways, so he becomes like this king, and um, he's learning to be. So basically, this movie breaks down that he's learning to become king, you know. And um, the main there's a main bad guy who comes out and turns out he's he's from Wakanda and he's related to the he, he has royal blood in him so he could challenge the king become the become the new he becomes the new king and then he uh, tries to um, arm tries to arm a uh, well he doesn't really specify he just says he's gonna give weapons to black people and then they'll be in charge really. But we'll, we'll get into later. So that's basically the movie. I mean, T'Challa has to like fight his th- fight for his throne back against this guy, and uh, then he wins. And that's the movie in a nutshell, is what they're trying to portray. So what I liked about the movie is the the villain. He's not your everyday villain. He's like a um, he 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 has a reason he's a villain. And uh, you're like, what does that mean? Like most times, you know, these Marvel bad guys are just bad guys just because. But he's like a bad guy in the sense that it, it makes sense. So what happens is in the 90s, the um, I guess the king back in the day of Wakanda, he had a brother and his brother was in, 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 in America just chilling and about to start wars and such. And... The king's all like, hey, you got to answer for your crimes and da-da-da-da-da-da because I guess you can't share Wakanda technology to the world. And what, what, the, what that king wanted, what that guy wanted to do was, I guess, give weapons to black people and take over, that kind of thing. So I guess, you know, the king had to kill him, which is kind of weird. I mean, I thought he had the vibranium suit and he could have just blocked the bullet because what happens is the guy wanted to kill this other guy who betrayed him and he goes to shoot him but the king steps in and kills him and then uh they just jet out but it turns out that that king that uh brother 
the king's brother, I guess, had a had a kid, and he was raised in the ghetto without any parents. And uh, it was like deep ghetto back in the 90s. That's actually how the movie starts. It starts in the 90s, which you, you would think... I was thinking, like, if you're going to do 90s in L.A. or Compton or whatever, because it was a ghetto, they would have played like rap music or something like that or like you know music of that age you know that would have been cool if they had like uh you know i don't know not murder was the case but you know one of them old school songs back in the 90s and they didn't i don't know why and um uh i guess you know that kid raised in the uh, ghetto he didn't and he's like i guess from wakanda so naturally he's super smart i guess and uh he becomes a a seal and becomes like super cia you know and his goal is to come back to wakanda so like because he's raised in the ghetto all his life you know and you could just tell he had a harsh life and so he used so he finds a way back to wakanda to challenge the king and it makes sense why he's back because you know uh, wakanda sitting pretty you know in its country you know and meanwhile he he's like left to to suffer with all the other black people so that's a thing like all the black people around the world came from africa or wakanda i guess and only wakanda prospered by while everyone else was poor and life sucked for them and he's mad because that's what wakanda does so rather than help people that have been you know disenfranchised you know they're just like you know hey man this is fucking bullshit so he his plan was to come back and arm all the I guess black he doesn't really specify it's kind of convoluted he's like he's gonna give these weapons to the, the Wakanda weapons to people in I don't know he don't he doesn't specify but basically you get the gist that he's, it's black people and they're gonna take over or some shit like that but uh, and like that that's one part of the movie I didn't like is that that third act because the king what he does is he he, he challenges what uh, was a T'Challa and ritual combat, and it's a thing in which like he beats him, and now what does he do? What does he do as a king? He wants to uh, share weapons with other I guess black communities or other people or, or enemies or something, and then you know rule the world. It really didn't. I really didn't catch what he was trying to do. I know that the thing was he had these uh weapons on the ship on these ships and he loaded these ships with weapons and they were supposed to go out out of wakanda and give weapons to whoever i don't know and that's the whole third act of the movie is them trying to destroy those ships before they before they get the weapons out and everyone's fighting for some reason like um i guess and another part where was um the black panther has a friend who's all about rhinos i guess and his friend turns on him because uh, I guess T'Challa is too weak or he's not bro enough. I don't know. For some reason, he turns on him. They they say that they try to build that up because <clears throat> at the beginning of the movie, uh, I guess Claw killed this guy's family or whatever. And T'Challa goes, yeah, I'm going to go and find Claw, which this guy is this uh, one-armed dude in Age of uh, Avengers, Age of Ultron, where he loses his arm because of the, because uh, Ultron slices his arm off. And this guy, I guess he's dealing with, um, what is the thing called? Vibranium. And, uh, <laughs> okay, it, it, it's, it's sounding convoluted as I'm saying it out loud. 
so T'Challa promises his best friend, hey, yeah, I'm going to go over there and uh, find Claw. He finds Claw, and I guess before he could get any more information out of him, when they go to interrogate him, uh, Killmonger, which is the main bad guy, um, I guess, not, breaks, breaks him out, right, and takes him. And then he ends up killing Claw, which was a cool plot twist. I didn't see that happen. And takes him back to Wakanda as a gift. Okay, now, so from Black Panther's point of view, he he messed up. He didn't get that guy. So when he goes to tell um, his best friend, he failed. His best friend didn't take that too well, and, and which is kind of a weird. I thought you were, like, friends, and you, he messed up that one time, and now you're going to be fucking outskis on him. Like, I'm fucking done with this guy. <laughs> And then lo and behold, uh, Killmonger comes back with Claw and says, hey, I got a gift. And he just so happened by this guy, you know, and then whatever his name is. Let me see what his name is. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Well, that guy's a good actor, too. He was in Get Out, and I liked him in that one. So he's very versatile being in this movie as well as in the... um, what is it called? The uh, Get Out. Get Out and Black Panther. Yeah, anyways, so I guess uh, his name is Wakabi. So Wakabi is like, oh, you got Claw? Oh, I'm your best friend forever. So he takes him over to the palace. And the palace, he, uh, Kill, Killmonger, you know, throws the dude down and says, I got him. And you did it. And I challenge you because I'm, I'm the son of the king or I'm seeing, I'm your nephew or their cousins or something like that, and then he and then I guess because they're blood related, ish, they can fight each other for uh, who who could be uh, the king. Um, man, as I'm talking about, it, it's very convoluted. I mean, why didn't the Black Panther say, "Hey, look, I w- I did t- get Claw, but this guy broke him out, and there he is. Let's arrest him." I don't know why they didn't do that, but they did it. And, um, a lot of the action scenes too, it was weird. It was, um, I, you, I felt like the director doesn't do action scenes of that level. Cause I know he did Creed and that's just two dudes punching. But when it came to like, like a whole room of fighting, it, it was a lot of action. The camera kept spinning out of control and shaking and zooming in unnecessarily, on the fighting you know like not even the fighting itself it's more like in between their hands you know and it just kept zooming in on body parts and such and shaking and zooming out so it's very disorienting to watch the action movie although i knew action was taking place i couldn't identify what kind of action was going and several times i didn't know who was who you know and it was like transformers you know with the shaky action and the cg and explosions and and i mean it was just god awful i have to say and then the cool, they should have did a lot of slowdown effects, but the only time they did that was what you see in the trailer where Black Panther jumps off of a car. Oh, yeah, there was a random car chase scene. Um, yeah, but the back guy was pretty tight, though. It makes sense that he, I felt that there was a parallel between um, Killmonger and Wakanda in a way because Wakanda stays out of, uh, stays out of fighting and the whole world suffers. And all the black people, they suffer too. And uh, Killmonger, he's uh, he's the same way in the sense that it, they just left him there. And uh, he had to grow up with the world, and the world's bad. 
and uh, how angry he would be. So it, it was a good parallel, and then he takes over Wakanda. It could be argued that in Black Panther 2, it would be tight if, like, like the world's pissed that they did this this whole time and they try to take over Wakanda. So you have like a war between Wakanda and America or whatever. That would be pretty tight because it would be epic. It'd be Civil War Two or something like that. That would be tight. But this first movie mostly focuses on the king and the mistakes of the father, the sins of the father. Because the father is like, um, he kills the king, the, his brother for no reason because he could have stopped them. And uh, left a child there just to be, just by himself, you know. And then what's cool is the emperor, the emperor, the king is pissed about this. T'Challa is really upset about this. He understands everything that this guy is. He goes, you fucking created this guy. And, you you know, and then he's still trying to, he still tries to, uh, at the end, the two of them fight uh, Killmonger and um black panther they fight each other and um i guess he stabs them and uh killmonger like says i'd rather die uh free than to live in chains just like my ancestors who jumped off a boat you know and that that's really fucking harsh dude and then he dies but man dude that guy was tight i didn't like the actor they used for um killmonger they used uh michael b jordan <laughs> and i couldn't help i couldn't shake the feeling that they used him because he was good in creed and th- because he's good in Creed, we're going to use him for this movie. I think that, that that actor of that caliber needed something stronger, more powerful. Like a better actor, I think. Like maybe like a Donald Glover or man, Denzel if he was young. I don't know. But there was like a certain kind of anger that needed to that that the, the actor needed to portray not just be angry but to portray anger like he seemed angry but it wasn't it was it just wasn't strong enough for the character that he was i mean you're talking about a guy who comes from royalty raised in the streets of i don't know la or whatever and that's pretty grim you know life was rough for a black child a black boy in this time you know i mean I mean, it, they could have illustrated that more, but I guess that would make you more sympathetic for that character, which I was. I really, I really resonated with that guy, and I really liked the movie because of that. But that third act was terrible because, like, what's his master plan? Giving science fiction weapons to to people, and then black people would take over. It was so convoluted that he said that. I just didn't understand it, you know. And I didn't really care for the action at the very end either. It seemed to be. Uh, Wakabi's, uh, what's his name again? It's hard to say all their names. Wakabi, Wakabi's crew fights Black Panther's crew, and they have these apes, ape dudes, and they're fighting, and everyone's fighting, and they're all trying to stop the these ships from getting out there. I didn't feel the sense of urgency or anything. It, I think it would have been better if... If it was something like he was going to end the world or something, man, dude, because, like, it just felt weak, that third act and his master plan, because he just becomes king, you know, and I figured, that's it, man, just be king, fuck it, and just show how bad he is. What they should have did was, um, like, fast forward the time or something like three months later, and because he's king, all this bad shit happens or something. But he just becomes king, sends weapons out on some ship, and these ships get blown up. I mean, it, he was king for like a day. And they built up this character for that. And um, I felt they could have done more. It was like wasted potential. 
And that's a bummer because, like, although some of the aspects of this movie was good, some aspects of this movie was bad. And because of the, the uh, racial charging of this movie, because it's like, you know, the first black superhero ever. But not really because Blade was. But no one gives a shit about Blade. <laughs> and Blade was a better movie. If you ever watch Blade and you watch this movie, Blade was better. It just was. But this movie's good, too. But I did this thing where I was looking back at 2017. And th- this is why I didn't like the movie primarily is because my expectations were were a little bit high. Because this is a Marvel property, a Marvel movie. And it should be by rights better than any movie in 2017 since this is a movie made in 2018. And I even went back as far as 2016 and their movies were still better. So just by going by 2017, I don't think Black Panther's better than Doctor Strange. It's close, but not better. I don't think it's better than Guardians of the Galaxy 2. No way, Jose. I don't think it's better than um, Civil War. I don't think it's better. I don't think Civil War came out last year. I don't think it's better than um, uh, Spider-Man and uh, what other movies? There isn't that many Marvel movies. I think there's only like four, but Black Panther did not beat not one of those. And by a long shot. And that sucks, man. Of all of 2017, you make a movie in 2018, it should be by default better. It should, it should be, right? <laughs> than a whole year worth of Marvel movies. But, oh well. Um, I did. I really like the bad guy. I like the storytelling. I didn't like the music. I know it's Kendrick Lamar did the soundtrack, but a lot of people were raving about it. But I didn't like it. I think it could have need it needed more African music, like one of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not to. I mean, like Lion King was pretty tight, man. They should have had more of that kind of music, and rap. They should have really represented themselves in rap and hip hop. There was a rap song, ish when they, when they um. When they were fighting, and it was bad. I mean, they really... I mean, you know who did a good soundtrack? RZA. That guy did a good soundtrack for Kill Bill. But this Kendrick Lamar, which I think he's a pretty good, talented guy, um, I don't think the music was good at all. I mean, like, you go 1990s, you should go rap, right? Like, gangster rap. I mean, damn. You know, you had the era. You could have used it. And, uh, yeah, it was a very weak, weak soundtrack. Could have been better. Let's see what else you got going on here. Um, yeah, the action scenes were bad. Um, you had a car chasing. So there's a part where they're finding Claw in some place. And um, uh, I guess Claw knew they were coming. And so he runs out. And they have to chase Claw. And it's a car chase, I, I guess. You know, and. Yeah, uh, my enthusiasm was weak. I was like, at first, I'm still, when I'm watching this movie at this point in time, I'm like, yeah, this is so good. And I watched the car chase scene. I literally lied to myself. I'm like, yeah, that was that was, that was was cool. Why was there a car chase scene? No, no, it doesn't matter. It's still good. It's still good. I found myself lying to myself throughout this whole movie that came out. And I didn't want to. I was like, oh, yeah, this is good. And even the last, like, even the third act where... Kill, Killmonger's like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna send weapons to I don't know who, and and Black Panther's group's like, we gotta stop him from sending these weapons out. So the whole crux of the third act was stopping Killmonger from sending these ships out, and then they're fighting, and a bunch of people are fighting, and I was like, ugh, grossed out by because it it's so weak. And then like the last battle between. 
Black Panther and Killmonger with CG for some reason. They both can do martial arts. Why did it have to be a uh, CG fight? I mean, some aspects could have been CG, but literally it was two CG things fighting each other and some like train thing that like I guess took away your powers. Even then, that should have been more of a fight scene, but no, it wasn't. And um, I don't know, man, dude. I feel you're, I felt like uh, Killmonger should have fight fought better. You I mean you, you worked your whole life, and now you have a Black Panther outfit. You have you have everything it takes to win this fight, and uh, the king like beats him somehow, like just by luck. I w- I thought it would have been better. Is you could have had the same thing, them fighting, and Killmonger guy it. I guess he's all the way bad guy. They just made him an all the way bad guy. But like from where, why did it have to go that direction? Couldn't it have been a good guy, you know, got caught up in the world of evil and inside he's a good guy, but you know, outside, you know, he's, he acts like a bad guy. So couldn't it have been like, it looks like T'Challa couldn't beat him, but he reached his humanity and that's how he defeats him. Like, Killmonger's like fuck you're right I am a bad guy then he kills himself or what the fuck ever like say it would have been better scenario if he was going to destroy the world because the world's messed up or reset the world or something and you know T'Challa who's also the perfect being like if you watch this movie he's perfect which that's not a bad thing but they don't really portray it well Uh, he could have just reached the inner good guy in him and changed him and that would have been different from your your classic I'm better than you in fighting and through a lucky turn of events I win and that's not really as cool as the good guy reaching the humanity of a bad guy or something like that or if maybe he had the deactivated the suit and he has a black panther suit on or something man i don't know fucking that guy shouldn't have lost the fight you know because he's just a better fighter you know and he had more like a deeper reserve of um of like not gut strength but of um like a a deeper resolve like if you if you you take a fighter from america you know, and you take a fighter from like Thailand where they're fighting to eat, you know, and everything. If they're the same weight, you, usually the guy who's fighting to eat is the better fighter. Like you got them Cuban guys who are fighting for, you know, just to get air conditioning or food or something like that. Those guys fight way harder than your average guy who was raised in, I can't even imagine, royalty. Because like, think about it. Black Panther comes from, what, royalty? Life is good. It's coming in America style. And he fucking beats this other dude. I just don't like the idea of rich person beating poor guy. You know, I like the idea of poor guy digging deep and he's the stronger. But then he defeats him. So, you know, there you go. Just because he's a bad guy. I don't know. They could have done better with that. Um, It was cool at first. It was like a James Bond but with Black Panther. And I thought that aspect was cool. But they moved away from it trying to make it a Marvel movie and having random fight scenes. And that was not well done. I really wish that the director would have stepped back and let some kind of a choreographer from other like movies come in. Like John Wick or some shit like that. But the, the fighting was just terrible. And like if you watch Black Panther in the Civil War and you watch this, that character was way better in Civil War. I don't know. Uh, and the thing I didn't like about this movie is not the movie itself; it's what it represents. Because it's the first black hero super movie, hero movie. Because you know, Blade doesn't count. Neither does Meteor Man. 
and hey, you fuck Last Dragon, dude. Those movies don't count at all. This movie's the first. So here you go. You got this movie. It's and then like it could be terrible, and like there's terrible parts in it. You know, there's some aspects that are good, but you know, you always find a corn in a piece of shit. Uh, but people are gonna say, yeah, it's great ever because they got this. Uh, this veil over their eyes, because especially in this climate, you got to be PC. Yeah, I fucking love this movie. Yeah, this is good because. But like, if you break it down, this movie isn't that great. I mean, it's good, but it's not that great. You know, as as the hype is going, like Wonder Woman, I thought I felt in my my opinion it had way too much hype to it, and it was really good. But it was a good movie. I could watch that movie again and again because the action scenes were good. The fighting was really good. You had a good character arc, you know, like learning that, you know, the world isn't a great place, you know, that kind of thing. And then this movie, you have Black Panther, perfect king, becomes king, learns that it's not easy being king, I guess. What, is he, what does he learn? He learns that Wakanda needs to help out uh, other countries. Because they left, yeah, there you go. Because they left this guy behind, and it sucked to be him, and they should not have done that. I mean, is that is that character development that he should help people? I don't know. You know, his expectations of things. I don't know. If there's a message to be learned here, I mean, you gotta you gotta really see. Is he naive? He wasn't naive. He was too perfect. That's the problem with this movie. The main character's too perfect. Uh, how can he learn anything? Did he really learn anything? No, he just does things differently. But does he really learn anything? I mean, he can't do it alone. No, he wasn't trying to do anything alone. I think that's... um. I think maybe that's the primary complaint then. If that's if anything, other than the lack of action, that's just terrible. Uh, it's... He, the hero or the, didn't really go on any kind of a journey you know he just was who he was when he started and he's still who he was when it ended uh was he changed no he he does make changes he does um like at the very end he's like we're gonna share wakanda with everybody else that kind of thing but that doesn't really change him or change his mind i guess he just felt bad for them i guess i don't know um let's see what are the moves parts let's go over the characters wakabi uh oki she was pretty cool that's the i think that's the lady from um uh walking dead she was cool uh nakia i guess that's some lady who randomly uh black panther is all about and then i guess it marries them at the end um they didn't have a really good supporting cast you know that they were there but i didn't feel like they were at like Happy's level in Iron Man. <laughs> well, let's see, let's see here. She was cool. Shuri was pretty tight. She was, um, I guess, Black Panther's sister, and he and she was like a scientist. Uh, they had uh, the mom. Zuri was pretty tight. I guess he's the Zuri is like this very like spiritual dude who was who was I guess the the uncle of of Michael B. Jordan's character, uh, or now was he the uncle? I guess he portrayed his dad, and then his dad dies. So I guess he's a bad guy. I don't know. And his circus was pretty cool because he was a uh, he was a fun loving guy, but he dies. Um, let's see. They had um, 
And I really didn't like any of the other characters. I like the ape dude. Ape dude was cool. He was, uh, I guess there's a tribe. And it's funny because in the beginning of the movie, they explained this tribe. And I guess they did that because they didn't know how to, if you didn't, if you didn't have that, there's an intro in the beginning where they explain how the Wakandans got the, the metal and all that. And then out of nowhere, they said, and then this one tribe lived far away. They're not pivotal to the plot. And I guess it wouldn't have made sense for them to come out out of nowhere. I don't even think they needed that. But anyways, there's a tribe in the, in the mountains and their snowy area who don't like Wakanda. I don't know why. Um, and they, they like apes. And they they, uh, they end up fighting T'Challa in the beginning. And then at the very end, they start helping out. I don't know. It's it's funny, too, because like I, got, I thought they were supposed to be apes. So, like... They didn't sound like apes. They sounded like dogs. Like they were like ho ho ho. Like they kept doing that, and I, I don't know what the point of that was. Like, would, did they feel that if they were to act like apes because they're representing the ape tribe, then would that be too racist? Then, like, oh, they're acting like apes because they're black people. We don't want to. We want to do that. So just sound like dogs. Ho ho ho. And I thought to myself, like, of all the tribes of all of Africa, you could have represented. It's not like Iron Man, uh, the, the movie, was directly based on the comics. They added a little fucking shit here and there that worked out. You know, why couldn't you have just changed a little on the Black Panther? Don't have the eight people then if, if you don't want to feel racially charged. Just don't have them at all. But if you're going to fucking have them, make them sound like apes because that's the fucking sound they were trying to do. And But no, you made them sound like dogs like ho 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 and i guess that makes it okay in your head but that's like why couldn't you come 100 percent on this thing if not don't have the fucking character i fucking hate that don't give me 10 percent of what it is when you could just give me 100 percent. and if you don't want to give me 100 percent, then don't give me at all you know that's it, he wasn't pivotal to the plot these guys these ape dudes were not pivotal plot they could have changed it to lions if they wanted to no one would have batted an eye you know, but they they went with with apes that sound like dogs, and they didn't really act apish. So there you go. Um, let's see here. They had plate guy. I can't get him out of my head. He was like he had a a lip thing, like a plate inside of his lip, and he was talking, and that was supposed to be like, yeah, African cultures. They they got. Yes, they grew up and became this. I mean, like, here you have a technological society, right? And they're following these old traditions, right? But, okay, if they're 100 years ahead of us, would they have not invented the internet then or something and had information and information about other cultures and such? Because we don't, like, America is not ahead of the world, but it's ahead of most worlds. And because of the internet and all, all its cultures, like it doesn't like America doesn't follow old shit. Like we don't stone sorcerers or we don't like drown people to see if they're witches or anything like that. You know, I mean, just, uh, what else did we used to do back then? That was stupid. We don't like dress up like Puritans, you know, but these people, for some reason, with their super, uh, scientific success, you know, like, and they're a hundred years ahead of everybody, they haven't figured out, like, putting lips in your face, like, who gives a fuck, why do you have to do that, you know, but, and, and then, like, of all the tribes, why'd you have to bring the, the lip guy tribe, there's other tribes, they wear rings, there's neck dude, I mean, they look cooler, there's other cooler looking things, but you had to take lip guy, because you really want to be ethnic about it, I, I don't know, uh, 
Let's see here. It just I felt like a lot of fear when I watched this movie. It was like a a lot of like, oh, we can't do this because they'll think of racist. We can't do that. We can't do this. You know, like instead of going all the way. And, and aesthetically, you want to look good. Like a lot of characters did look good. Like the uh, red the red lady was played by The Walking Dead. Uh, she, she had this cool little armor. Like a lot of the outfits looked fucking tight. I, I agree with that. But green dude with lip face, you didn't need him. Ape dude, you didn't need him either. You didn't need ape group. You could have made lion group. What the fuck ever. As long as you sound like what you're trying to be. What the fuck sense does that make? Let's see here. Yeah. Um, if I had to rate the... Like, I really did dig the 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 Michael B. Jordan part and everything. But that third act really fell, fell apart. It was terrible. It was atrocious. And, I, and that's that's a thing that I, I am about movies. Like, if you, if you can't finish the third act, you don't... The movie's going to be terrible. You know, like usually if you got the, the first part of the movie, you got the second part of the movie, and the last part of the movie is good and the other two parts weren't, usually it kind of works. You can still, like, it's rewatchable. But this movie was good all the way until, like, he became king. As soon as that dude became king, then it got dumb. Like, they just, like, fell apart. Now, I don't know what the, what the fuck happened. But because of the movie being racially charged and, you know, first black this, you know, it's very African-American. A lot of people are going to ignore a lot of this. And I guess that's a good thing. They're going to ignore all the, the bad plot and the bad storytelling, the bad action and the bad, um, I don't know, third act. Because, you know, it's a movie about, you know, black people rising up, you know, it's about adversity. And so because of that. They're gonna probably make more sequels of this. Of course they are, but I hope, I hope some criticism gets across to these fucking people where they're like, "Hey, let's make a better third act. Let's end the villain a little bit better. Maybe the hero can be a little bit not too perfect, you know, so we can give him room to grow." Um, but I don't know if that's gonna happen because they're they were determined to keep the cast black, uh, the director black. Uh, probably everything you written directed by a black guy or something like that. Just, just keep it super black, you know. Which, if you want, any good movie has an amalgamation, amalgamation of everything, you know, you know, like diversity, you know. And then because of this, they gave this no namer uh, this fucking movie, and of course it's fucking good, you know. But we're gonna blow it up too much, and then this this gives this director more to do and more to like kill uh, i hope that he gets another movie that's not black empowered and it sucks so you can just demonstrate how bad he is this is what happened with emil knight schalmeheimer or whatever the fuck his name is he made like a couple good movies and they just kept giving him properties and he's not that great so he just kept destroying things left and right if it's not something he made he'll destroy other things you know like sometimes when he made his own movies they were kind of good but when he started straying off they just started getting terrible and this guy's the same thing he made creed that's a good movie it really is but this movie wasn't that great but because of the popularity of it that people are going to hail it as great. So he's coming back for more movies. And maybe he'll get better. But that those action scenes were terrible. Third act was terrible. I defy you people to tell me what the third act was about. Like, who was he giving the weapons to? You know? Why couldn't T'Challa just throw this guy in jail from the beginning? He stole Claw. He's the reason why Claw is here is because he stole him. You know? I don't know. 
Anyways, well, that's my review of the Black Panther. I rate this movie a 7 out of 10. Um, you know, because I was really upset about that third act. And a lot of a lot of people are divided on this shit. They're like, yeah, no, they're not even a lot of people divided. Everyone just kind of jumped on the team. And then, you know, I like, I remember when Phantom Menace came out. It was a terrible movie, but I fucking defended that movie to the ends of the earth. I'm like, this movie is fucking great. Uh, in reality, you know, fast forward 20 years later, I'm like, this movie sucks. I hope that people realize Black Panther isn't the movie that's good. In fact, I bet if they made a sequel that's better, no one will ever watch the first one. And this movie, is it rewatchable? No, it isn't. Um, I really did like that main guy. All right, everybody. That's it for podcast for me. That's my review of Black Panther. If you uh, disagree with me, uh, leave me a review, comments on the SoundCloud. Email me at, Kate, at uh, podcastforme at gmail.com. All right, everybody. Take care. Stay frosty.